Hello, welcome to the next lockdown podcast, continuing on with this marathon of weekly podcast stuff to stop us from being bored. We knew we'd be back. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we ended the last one of like, eh, we'll see, but we do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed. Like, even with the rules that have come in recently, we like put social bubbles and that, it's like, it still makes no difference. <laughs> Well, yeah, and again, it's like, it's, um, obviously we could stop at any time we want. It's our choice to do this, but yeah, uh, we, we kind of enjoy doing this. Yeah. I don't Take, want to say kind of, like, it's, it'll do. We it, enjoy doing it. It'll do. We, we tolerate each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we keep our distance. <laughs> You're covering up on your mic again. Oh, fuck, sorry. Yeah, we keep our distance. That's better. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's obviously. When we got a uh, backlash this Sunday, yeah, so got that to review. Be relatively normal podcast coming up yep. in the next few days. So yeah, hopefully after backlash, we might have one more of these, or, and then we might go back to normal. But again, we never know. We don't. We know. say that every podcast. Yeah, we do. Know. So yeah, usual like, subscribe, find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Music, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the lot. And it's me to start, isn't it? There's no deaths, is there? Not that we. No, I mean, I was going to say we can dedicate it to the NHS again. Yeah, absolutely. By COVID, and uh, we could say actually we could go unfortunate the dedicate to the unfortunate protesters that got fucked about um, because police suck. And, but to also, uh, but to also balance it, that some police have been. Unfairly beaten up as yeah. well to kind of balance that situation. On the other side dedicated to the police that have just got the, the, the bad end of the stick. Absolutely, because yeah. of uh, just the stigma attached to them or dickhead protesters. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'd we dedicate it to the good guys. To everybody that's that. struggling at the moment, we dedicate it to you. Yes, yes. So we dedicate it to ourselves. To the so entire country, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, <laughs> off you go when you're ready. Start. Right, first question for me is, um, who do you think will be the one to eventually dethrone Adam Cole? Bay-bay. Bay-bay. Uh, <laughs> um, Can't not do well, it. <laughs> did, did you watch Takeover in your house? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy it, and again, it might be because of the current climate, but I thought uh, it's one of the... Weakest takeovers they've had, but it's still one of the strongest paid views of the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved the in your house idea. Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. Great idea. And they went old school. Maybe they could have done without the DX and the computer thing. I thought that was a bit cheesy. Yeah, but so were all the adverts and everything. They were all like tongue know, in cheek. So because the first one, I was just like, "What the hell's this?" And then I did it again and again. I was like, "Oh, I see. It's part of the theme." I forgot. <laughs> but the, the opening logo thing it used to be back in the day like the World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years yeah. and stuff. in fact they came up NXT for five and a half years <laughs> we've been just like, oh okay <laughs> we're going forward to the wall with this but anyway that's fine yeah I enjoyed the show and I genuinely thought of all nights that Velveteen Dream was going to win um, I just thought it was his time to, to take it but they've obviously got a lot more faith in that. No, no funny um, knock to Velveteen Dream, but Cole's just rocking it. I mean, yeah. he's had the belt for a year. I'm not bored of his title reign yet. No, but um, it's, it's, it's going to be getting close soon, so I think they need to start it. the ball rolling. Yeah, it's, it, if they're not careful, it's going to become like the other Becky Lynch reign of like, yeah. okay, it's time to drop it. Uh, with what I've seen recently, I think 
Karrion Cross. You generally think Car- you generally think Karrion Cross is going to be the one to do it. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to just dominate for like a couple of months and okay. just reach the top of the mountain quick. As like, I think they're going to put the, all the chips behind that guy. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good shout. I mean, the one I kept thinking of was was Keith Lee. Yeah, just because of how um, great he is. I mean, I think he needs a championship, and I think. But I mean, then again, if it, if it doesn't end up being him, I think Keith Lee could eventually be the one to topple Carry and Cross. I um I, I don't think it'll be that long before Keith Lee's called up. Nah, um, I need him as an. I want him as an NXT uh, men's champion before he gets called up. I can't just have him leave in the mid card. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. There has been a lot of people that have been called up. Uh, from NXT to uh, the main roster, who haven't been champion. Riddle. Uh, yeah, and some have done okay, others not so much. Um, see, I was discussing this with Zach, my brother, for those that don't know. Um, he just doesn't see Velveteen Dream as NXT championship material. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do, so much. I don't I, think I he was ready. I, I don't personally think he was ready at In Your House because I don't see Adam Cole losing in that kind of a match. But mm. I, I, if Dream was champion, I'd be all over it. He was a great North American champion. I think he'd be a great NXT champion. It's just picking the yeah. right moment. I, I, I totally agree. I think I can just see it. Like him, He's like such a unique character. Yeah, and it's I can see it with Keith as well. But Keith is so over and he's putting the North American Championship over as well. Yeah, that true. That didn't exactly need it. Um, so when Keith gets called up, it would in my head I had this um, like story or just a, a booking of like it wouldn't surprise me if the next takeover is Carrion versus Keith Lee. Carrion takes the North American Championship, and then the next takeover he takes the NXT Championship as well, and he's just got both belts. <sighs> because I could just I think for the next two years he's going to be just a monster of NXT, just swatting people down. Because to make, uh, to kick the shit out of Champa in the way he did, yeah, Champa's like way up there on the NXT roster. They've got to have a lot of faith in in Cross, yeah. and I think they executed it really well. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah. It's like he didn't tap out; he passed out. So yeah, that was all great. Yeah, I mean, so, I think you've got something in mind for next champ. What for the next NXT champ? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it probably will be carrying Cross. It seems like it's going that way, and it, I, I'm not against it at all. As long as they push into the moon the right way, and then so far they're doing really well. It's just that it, me personally, if I had the choice, I would say Keith Lee would be a great one to topple Cole because he's such a great baby face, and Cole's such a great heel. It's just that nice classic storyline that writes itself. It's the good guy finally overcoming the bad guy and dethroning this guy that's been in charge of the division or in charge of the entire roster for over a year. And it's just like, we're so behind Keith Lee because of how awesome he is that if he's able to topple Adam Cole, it's just a massive coronation. It just melds everything together so nicely. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind it at all. And another direction they could go, they could have Keith be the guy to dethrone Cole and then Cross be the guy to dethrone Keith. Yeah. Um, in what time frame, I don't know. And I'd like to see Keith have the, win the championship when there's a live audience there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I will see. And again, it's one of those, we'll circle back to, we don't know when, but we'll get an audience at some point. Eventually. Um, 
Yeah, it will just add the atmosphere back that yeah. we desperately need right now. Um, is it me? Yes, so question one from you to me. Yes. I take it you've seen at least one of the posters for Backlash with Randy Orton and The Greatest Showman. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had pretty much the same reaction as everybody else. I'm like, all right, you're trying to push this as the greatest wrestling match ever, which is already a mistake. Yeah, it's like, spoiler alert, it won't be. <laughs> no, it's, it, and even if they go, it better be, it's like, it's so much pressure. Too much pressure, especially on someone that's only just come back to the fucking roster. Yeah, it, it's... Don't get, I said this to someone, like, don't get me wrong, I might watch it, and I might by the end of the match go, holy shit, that, that was the greatest match ever. But it's like a one in ten chance. There's no way. Happen. It's like a, it's like yeah. lightning in the bottle. It's so hard to get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the poster anyway, Orton's head on top of the great showman thing. Mm. They obviously went with a comedy effect, which just fell flat. Yeah. And then I thought, if uh, for an upcoming special or pay-per-view, whatever, if AEW did that, so, something similar, like had the inner circle, but... Their heads on like I don't know. This wouldn't happen. But just throw it out there, like the YMCA, but it's all of the insert in circles heads as the post for the pay per view. Yeah, I think we'd find it hilarious. Yeah. Now this is it. This is the thing. I, I don't know. It's all the same kind of comedy. It's it's very tongue in cheek kid comedy. Kind of yeah. Yeah, and yet AEW has succeeded at it. WWE aren't. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because it's just a trendy thing to just go, ah, to WWE, fuck you? Or do you think there's something else there? I honestly think it's because AEW have just managed to build up their characters enough where it makes sense when they do stuff like that. Because the inner circle, there's a little bit of goofiness with certain characters and fun things that they've done in the past. So that if they did put that kind of a poster up, you still laugh at it because it's all part of the gimmick. The reason that the poster yeah. for Edge and Orton doesn't work is because at no point during any of their promos or anything like that have they done any kind of tongue-in-cheek or jokey thing about it that warrants that poster being made. They've been really deadly serious and everything, so why would you offset that with a comedy poster? That's the thing. It's the, contra- yeah. it's, it's, it's the contrasting um, topics, and it doesn't make sense. That's the problem. Is like, WWE could easily knock it out of the park like AEW would do, but you need to build it up as the same kind of feel the same flavor and it's not the match doesn't have the same flavor as the poster that's why it doesn't work yeah they they haven't protected the stories or the characters for this because of that one thing because if um if people knew going into wrestlemania 25 that sean taker was going to be the greatest wrestling match ever you have the story exactly the same and yet and yeah i'm really into this i'm ready for this and you saw a poster of Taker and Sean with a Greatest Showman kind of thing. You'd be like, it instantly take me out of it. It ruin it. Because Ruins it. Yeah, you've taken the build-up and seriousness and just the whole, I'm so ready for this anticipation out of it with a stupid joke. Like, you've shot yourself in the foot. Plus also, um, like if they put the greatest wrestling, ev- best wrestling match ever on the tagline for Sean and Taker, would it have been the same? Because he instantly, there's going to be at least 50% of the fans going, well, it's not going to be, is it? You're not going to be able to live up to it. And, you're, and people will stubbornly stick by that. So that will naturally yeah. get that reaction. So it will just go down in history as another wrestling match. This is why it's going to fail, because you're just giving too much to the match. There's too much pressure for the people. And 
and people are just instantly assuming, you and me included, well, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever, because why would it be? I, I, get, I bet you any money on Vince's head, because, again, I think we've said this before, he would never admit AEW a competition to him, Yeah, but they are, and he knows that. So in his head, he's like, well, we need to promote something for the for fans to want to watch us instead of them. We'll say we've got the greatest wrestling match ever. But to me, that's a fuck you to us of the current things of like, once again, we're going to tell you yeah, what you like. Yeah, it's exactly what I it know. is. And this is the reason why people check out is because he's telling you this is going to be that. It's like, no, you can't tell us. We decide what yeah. match is good and what match is crap. It doesn't matter what you think or what anyone else thinks. The fans decide whether they like a match or not. And it may not agree. Like, we think that the greatest match ever is Sean and Taker, but other people might disagree. The point yes. is, it's an opinion. It's not a fact. And that's why those taglines fail. Because it's down to your own opinion and what you think about a match and what you perceive as a good match or a good storyline. I might yeah, think yeah. a great storyline in Game of Thrones works, but then other people might think, no, that's awful. I hate it. It's all about opinions. And that's if, why if, the tag doesn't work. If we were saying this to Vince now... He goes, he'd go, well, I can't put the greatest wrestling match ever, hopefully. So what do you want me to do? Like, don't do it just at don't all. don't do it at all. Just yeah. Don't have the tagline. Don't, just don't have just, the tagline. Just have Edge versus Orson Orton round two. Just. Or, yeah, or the final showdown or something yeah, like just, that. It, I just don't get the logic behind it. That's because but there isn't any. We've kind of got off track from the comedy element. Um, it's because there isn't any. It's, it's no, that simple. There isn't any logic. It's Vince just going slowly and more completely insane. I think as well, it's um, AEW from the get... They've only been around a year, but they've established themselves as um, we're the thing that's different that you've been looking for. We're more balls-to-the-wall, gritty, uh, mature audience-based. But they, from the get-go, said, and we're going to goof about. We're, we're going to have, like, Orange Cassidy and yeah. stupid jokes like that. So but they've WWE... been doing it from the start like that. So you buy into it a little bit more. But with WWE, you can't expect us to take you seriously and as a joke, all in the same storyline. Yeah, it came out of left field. It's like, from the get-go, WWE's been built as a serious company of 95% of the time serious feuds and, and go from there. The thing is, as well, if Orton was already a comedy character, it might have worked. But again, it's, it's not. He's never been a comedy character. No. It's, so it's using the comedy at the right time and with the right people. Yeah. AEW were doing it. WWE aren't. No. Uh, and it's, I, 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 there's a space for comedy in wrestling. But, it's, but you've got to pick your moments. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think that's why WWE's comedy is kind of going, why AEW... Then AEW isn't piss yourself laughing stuff. But it's not but just it, a nice kind of dad joke type thing that you just enjoy. It hits the mark. Yeah. I mean, at the minute, because of lockdown, uh, the Inner Circle doing the bubbly bunch. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's fantastic. <laughs> it, it, is it... I'm not laughing out loud, but I'm smirking. But you still laugh. Yeah, it's like any little skit from The Simpsons or something like that. It's not something I'm absolutely crying with laughter, but I'll do it and I'll laugh, going that that that's a funny little joke. Yeah, it it it, it did what it said on the tin. It amused me. Yeah, and that's it. Where with WWE, it's kind of like looking at that poster, like I'm just feeling embarrassment for the company, <laughs> yeah. not amusement. 
I'm embarrassed yeah. about how long I'm hanging on to this company. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Right, so my second question is, um, this is probably going to lead into another rant, I reckon. <laughs> uh, a lot of rants going on lately. Um, do you ever think that WWE are going to ease off on the constant push of Charlotte Flair, or is she destined to be rammed down our throat indefinitely? Because I'm getting sick of it. It's... I think we said this before. From the early days, someone's had the idea of she should be a 16-time world champ like her dad. But they seem to not get... Something we've spoke about a lot recently, they're not getting the longevity of it. Mm. They're going, let's get her 16-time champ as quick as possible. It's like, she's only been wrestling... In the company, what, maybe four or five years? Five years, yeah, about that. Yeah, you've got so many more years to do that because you could go, okay, you could go like maybe in the next two years, she's now a 16-time world champ. Then what? you're going to go, now what do we do with that? Yeah, then what? She's going to have more championships and then you say, she's better than her daddy. Well, that's it. Is it like, well, we can never give her the belt again now, which means pretty much her career's over. Um. Yeah, not saying championships mean everything all the time, but, or, but you know, you get my point. No they, no, they don't, but they seem to be dead set on they can't not have her in a title feud. She's becoming like a mix of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Every time that she's going from one story to the next, it's into a championship in some way. And they can't just have yeah. a, have a regular feud. It, it just seems, maybe it's a reflection on, I don't, it's either the, the week, this of the women's division at the minute or the treatment of them? I, I can't put my finger on if it's the booking or the women at the minute. Because I thought but, they were doing all right. I didn't think they were doing too bad. I'm glad the Iconics are back. The Bailey-Sasha yeah. stuff is slowly building up nicely. Um, I, I like the fact that Asuka is champion and she's working fine. Uh, Nia being back is fine, you know, minus the injuries. Um, and then suddenly Charlotte's just been like a, a spanner thrown into the world. It's just like, oh, God, we're going back to status quo again. It's like she's just... Charlotte wins yeah. lol. And it's just like, it's taking all the buzz out of the match for Asuka and Nia this weekend because clearly Asuka's going to win no problem whatsoever. And then it's going to go straight into the programme with Charlotte where Charlotte will probably pick up the win at SummerSlam. It's, it's a, a fortunate thing of um, with the men's roster, I think athletically, it's some of the, 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 the best roster they've had in years. Um Character-wise, they obviously all need work. Well, not all of them, but a majority need work to get over. I'm not going to mention Lashley again, but I just did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, where with the women, as far as a standout uh, wrestler or character, the only two that really stood out were Charlotte and Becky for a long time. Uh, Asuka kind of got lost in the mix for a while, with even though she was women's tags champ. Um Bailey's there, and uh, uh, Bailey's reign as SmackDown Women's Championship is good, but again, it's kind of like just there again. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Sasha's just kind of being her cheerleader at the minute, and Alexa Bliss is kind of faded back into the background where she was white hot a couple of years. Well, this ago. is why I'm thinking now that they don't have the titles on them that they can break them up and she can go back to a singles competitor because she's really good. And yeah, again, I, I hope I, they do I do that. Really, and again, unfortunately, in uh, NXT, far maybe like Rhea Ripley and EO, 
there's not many women from the NXT division I'd be excited to see get called up. I mean, I, don't, I like, quite like Mia uh, Yim and uh, Blackheart as well. I'm also kind of annoyed with like Bianca Belair. It's just she's disappeared oh, yeah. from NXT. She's gone to Raw for her husband, and she hasn't really done anything of note since. Yeah, it would make sense. I, I'm not saying uh, we should forget about Charlotte altogether because we've said she's a great athlete. No, she is. She's amazing. It's just again, she's been rammed down your throats every single time, and it's starting to get annoying. Yeah, it's it's getting to the point where either they don't even know they're doing it or they're obviously doing it on purpose. Yeah. But it's almost like we're going to build this star. Uh, and, oh, here you go. Here's the championships. Oh, you, you're in the main events now. But it's all, instead of it being a build-up to I'm going to be the next big thing, it's almost like we're going to build you up and then when you reach the top, we're going to feed you to Charlotte. Um, yeah, exactly. If, if anything, she's becoming almost not in size or anything like that, but she's becoming the Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She is becoming a Lesnar. Where it's just yeah. like, oh, she, she's back. She needs someone to fight. Get someone with a championship. Put the championship on her. So yeah. So my so like I said, but back to the original question: Do you think the lever is off on the push, or do you think she's just going to be continued to be pushed? I, I I genuinely, if the the rumor is still true that they're going to make her a sixteen time champ, I think she's going to be pushed until. She gets all those championships under her belt, right? Um, unless, so uh, she again, she's dependable. No, I'm not um, saying she's not, and again, she's a great wrestler. It's not like I'm bored watching her. I think she's amazing, and I don't mind yeah. her as a heel. I think she's a reasonable he- heel character. It's just you you need to keep things fresh. You can't just keep going back to the same playbook all the time because eventually people will turn on her. Like we did with Roman yeah. Reigns. Roman Reigns is a good athlete. He's not amazing on the mic, but he's getting better. But we hated him so much because he was constantly being rammed down our throats. The only time we generally started to enjoy him is, unfortunately, when he ended up getting cancer and having to go away. We instantly turned him into this thing that we related to because he's going through this real-life thing. And it's it's terrible that something so awful that happened to a person is what made him go uh, go over. And, yeah. But, you know what I mean? I don't, like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I want something like that to happen to Charlotte, not at all. It's just I don't want it to get to a point where every time that Charlotte's on a, on a wrestling match, I'm just like, ugh. I don't yeah. want that to happen because I like her, but I'm starting to get to that point where I'm just like, ugh, Charlotte again. Yeah, the, the fine line of booking, which is so difficult to do, to the, to the point that it rarely ever happens, is having a match where you can put someone over without burying the loser. And with Charlotte, it always seems like um, when she does lose, it's still not putting that other person over. And I can't put my finger on why. The only time it ever really happened was with Becky, but that was because of the fan reaction to when Becky turned heel. Yeah. Other than that, it's always been, well, Charlotte's lost, but she'll bounce back. Yeah. Because it's WWE and they, they... they love her. Yeah. And yeah, the, some of their reasons should be that her in-ring tap talent and her mic work and all the, that. But a big part of it is because of her family name. And you can't escape that. No, you can't. No, absolutely yeah. not. So, yeah, I, I don't think the push of Charlotte Flair is going to end anytime soon. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is it me? Yes, it yeah. is you. Um, I'm going to use... A huge example here, which uh, I think we can 
run around. Uh, back in, or what year was it? 2015. The infamous Royal Rumble match where Re- Roman Reigns won it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... Well, I, I, yeah, I was gonna, at first going to ask why didn't it work. We all know why it didn't work. Yeah. Everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. And they just didn't strike while the iron's hot. That's one of the reasons why Punk walked. Um, was that was that that year? No, that yeah. was last year. No, so. no, no, no. That was that. That was the year that Punk was. That was the last match Punk ever had. Was that Rumble match? That was 2014, wasn't it? Because he wasn't was at WrestleMania 30. Oh yeah, big pardon. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, but yeah, um, and I, I think it was a, a podcast with Triple H. They interviewed him about that. Of like, you know, why didn't you go with Daniel Bryan? Blah blah blah. blah. And he had these reasons. Um, but he said, look, when we went up to Roman and said, yeah, you're going to win the Royal Rumble, um, what else is he going to say? He's going to say, oh, thank you very much. And yeah, because if, I don't know about you, but if you get that opportunity in your career, when someone comes up to you and goes, you're going to win the Rumble, you're going to be champion, you're going to headline WrestleMania, of course, you're going to want to take it. Yeah. But the question is, do you think... There has to be a, a, a choice now in whoever's head to go, when they come up to you and go, we're going to give you this opportunity, should you grab it with both hands or go, thank you, but I don't think this is going to work for such and such a reason. Because if Roman knew he was going to get booed like that the way he did, I don't think he would have took it. No, because I don't think he was going to get booed. I, 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 I thought that, because he was doing all right. He was, mm. you know, that big win he had from Randy Orton previously, and it was he was doing well, and he was one of the contenders to win it. But obviously, it was down to Brian that year. We definitely wanted it; it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's a difficult thing to to think of, really. It's just because it depends on how high you up, how high up you are. Because if you were a Stone Cold back in his prime, and I said oh, I don't agree with that, then he'll have a bit of pulling power for them to change it. But if it was Reigns, and he said, right, you're going to run the Rumble, you're going to Mania, blah, blah, blah. If he had thought to himself, I don't think this is the right time, and he said, I don't think this is the right time for me, it should be this person, the chances yeah. are Vince will probably go, well, tough, this is what's happening. And you have to work with it. You have to work with what your boss tells you to do. And So I don't think you I don't think you really get a choice in it, really, unless you're no. so high up on the cut, you know, high up in the, in the roster, like a takeover or something like that, where you get a bit of buying power, everybody else, it's you do as you're told. Even if you don't like it, tough shit, you're doing as you're told. Well, yeah, it is a, like, if the boss says, do it, but, it, again, Roman, I don't think, would have known he'd get the reaction he did. I mean, even when The Rock came out and stuff. I still, honestly, Rock's face is still burned into the back of my brain, just looking at him, pointing to Reigns with this confusion, going, why don't you like him? It's obvious yeah. why. I mean, do you generally think it was... I think that might have been the start of the downfall of Roman Reigns. But do you yeah, think it was. it was because the fans wanted Daniel Bryan, or do you, at that point do you think they were just sick and tired of Roman Reigns getting pushed? I think it was an, it was a mixture of both. I Because I, I, Reigns was starting to get pushed, but it wasn't too much yet. But people could start to see, right, he's getting pushed a little bit too much here. But we'll see yeah. how it goes. And then when this happened, Brian getting eliminated really early, because apparently the reason they did that is because Vince said, well, if we eliminate him early, they'll be over it by the time Reigns comes out and they'll still cheer him, which didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's a mix of both. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard to put us out of that position 
without knowing what the reaction of the crowd would be towards me personally. But if it was something like if um, if I was a character that you know, was doing getting a push, so to speak, but I could hear either mixed reactions or more boos than cheers when I'm meant to be a good guy, you know, I'm not going to let it fall on deaf ears. I'm going to be aware of it. I'm not going to bury my head in the sand like Vince did. But obviously, like you said, keep your head down, keep going to work. But if there was at that point someone on the roster like a Johnny Gargano or something, where every city they went in, he was white hot, and he was like, this is obviously the guy. And they came up to me and said, you're going to win the Rumble, you eliminated Johnny Gargano last. There'd be a huge part of me going, look, thank you so much for the the honour of winning the Rumble going to Mania, but I'm not the guy for this right now. Johnny is. I, I, it's really hard to separate what's great for you personally to what should be best for the business. But it also affects you in the long run as well. Like it did with Reigns. It stunted his push the way they wanted it, so they had to change things. Um, like yeah. see, you can always voice your opinion of what you think should happen, but you you can't go up to Vince or any of the writers and tell them, I don't want this. You can just say to them, I don't think it's the right call. I think it should be this person. But you, I, I don't think they'll ever have enough pulling power to go up and demand, I don't want this. It, no, it'd never be a demand. Like we said, it'll always be, can we talk about this? Can we debate this? Yeah. And um, maybe we can come to an arrangement. But again, I'd, I'd walk into that office going, I, I want to talk about this, but obviously you have the final word because you're the boss. Yeah. Um, even though a part of me would like to say, look, okay, I'll do what you say, but I want the right to say I told you so when this blows up in your face. Because... What could, still baffles me to this day is they heard the reaction of what happened with Roman Reigns. And then the following paper at Fastlane, it was Reigns Bryan for the main, main, main event spot, and they still went with Reigns. Yeah. Like you have a chance to correct your mistake. I, I don't get what you thought was going to happen with Reigns winning again. What they were hoping, what, what they were hoping with, but you're covering your mic a little bit again, by the way. <laughs> um, what they were hoping is that they thought because we love Brian so much, if he puts hit Reigns over and shake his hand at the end, which I think he did, that we're going yeah. to accept Reigns more because Brian has accepted Reigns more. But he doesn't realise how smart the fans are to go. Well, no, you've just told Brian to do that, and he doesn't have a say in it. You've told him he has to go out and do that. So it's not a case of Brian's going, I want this match to put Reigns over to mend the problem. He's been told to go out and wrestle Reigns, so he's going to go and do it. it it's a once again, even if it was up to Brian, if, if Brian did that on his own, off his own head, it's still a kind of like, look, we get you respect him and maybe you do think he's ready. But once again, we're not just going to follow suit. We're telling you what we want. Yeah. Whether... Yeah, again, Reigns could have done everything right. He could have, uh, we could have looked back and gone, well, he's been working his ass off and, and he's earned it and stuff. But the fact at that time was Brian was the one that was white hot and had the crowd behind him. And so you, Reigns could have been, you know, this isn't the case. Reigns could have been a much better wrestler than Daniel Bryan. But if Brian was the one that's over, that's the thing that matters. Yeah. Exactly, and, and like, we, said, like we talked about previously, that. we've talked about it previously, character is more important than skill. Because if yeah, you're not over, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was never a case of... If, if they'd gone with Brian, it would have been a... 
Yes, thank you. We got Brian. Uh, sorry about that, Roman, but you'll get your opportunity. Yeah, is it not? He wouldn't have got an opportunity. He would have got an opportunity because if yes. they'd have built him correctly, he would have definitely got that. But Vince just can't see that far into the future. He thinks I've got to do it now, quickly. Yeah, it's it's again timing. So, yeah, if Brian had got his thing, we would have had a, a year, maybe two. Well, no one saw the injury coming, but um, we would have had a year, maybe two, of Brian on top and. The fans at that point were going, right, that was fun. Let's get something new, which might have been Roman's time, and Roman might have been become the next John Cena, which they're still trying to push, right. I, I still believe. But the fact that they struck early now meant, like you said, it threw him straight into a rut of like, no, fuck you, you weren't ready, we're not happy about this. We know it's nothing to do with you, Roman, personally. It's the writer's. But now, unfortunately, you're like the mascot of the stuff we don't want. Yeah, absolutely. So he, so had, he the, had to bear the brunt. Yeah, you're the hate rod. Yeah. We boo you. Well, we boo them through you. Through you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it was unfortunate for Roman, but yeah, it was, it was bad booking. Yeah. yeah. Right, so my, my final question to you. Um, I've got a contingency for this question. Um, all titles out of the question for this. Okay. Who do you? Who would you like to see Lesnar take on when he returns? Because the, there's strong rumours that he's coming back soon. I imagine they're probably build, billing him for SummerSlam. Uh, my my on. If we're talking honestly, I think he's probably going to take the Universal Championship from Strowman or something like that. Because uh, they can't not have him with a title. But all titles aside, who would you have him in a match with at SummerSlam? So I, I can still pick anybody, but it'd just be like a non-title. Yeah, thing, anybody that doesn't have a title. Okay, because in my head, I genuinely actually think it's going to be, if we were going to uh, count belts, I still think it's going to be Drew Lesnar too. Yeah, but the thing uh, is, how do you get Drew to, to win again? They're not going to do yeah. that, are they? Because they do 50-50 booking all the time, which means Drew might lose, and I don't want that. Or it could be a no contest, you know, one of those things. You, Mate, just, yeah, you maybe. don't know. Um, as far as if it was a non-championship match... Um, uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's on the, the current roster at the minute and still looking quite formidable. Um, While Josh is having to think about that, don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think I'll go with Lashley. Okay. Yeah. Of like, and the fact that they've now thrown Lashley in the title picture, it's like he may not be a main event level yet. But it's in the main event spotlight. But it's also the match that a lot of people want as well. And they've not been doing a terrible job at repackaging him with MVP. It's It could be better, but it's better than the Lana shit that was happening before. At least this is yeah. going in the right direction. I, I think it's... Uh, hopefully, in someone's head, it's like, right, with Lashley, Drew at Backlash, I still really want Drew to win. I hope he does. Um, he will. If Lashley still, like, kicks his ass all around that ring. Like, 75% dominance by Lashley. But still loses. People are going to be coming out of that match going, Lesnar didn't even manhandle Drew like that at Mania. Holy mm. shit, Lashley's a monster. And then the, the, the cogs will start turning their head of, like, well, what can Lashley do against Lesnar if he can do that to Drew? Yeah. And that there's the build-up of, like, 
holy shit, these two are going to collide now. Yeah, and you've so, got MVP to kind of be the spokesperson of that. I was like, we may not have been able to get the gold, but you saw what Lashley was capable of. And then you can start building towards that to say that Lesnar didn't dominate Drew that much. And then Lesnar can come back being pissed off and Heyman saying, how dare you talk about Lesnar? Get his tapes, his words out of your mouth, blah, blah, blah. And they can build a story from there of who is generally the better big guy. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of early days to call MVP a good or bad manager. But from his early years, back in like 2005 when he was wrestling, I always thought he was pretty good on the mic. So with that build-up, with having MVP represent Lashley and Heyman represent Lesnar, the war words those two could have could be great. Yeah. To the point they could, the whole thing, they could be the only ones that talk. And every time in an arena, whether it's ramp to ring or the both of the ring, Lashley and Lesnar say nothing to the audience, to each other, and just every time just stare each other down, like not... Just a cold stare with no blinks of like, when we clash, I'm going to rip your head off. Yeah, make it like a big fight feel. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I really hope, don't get me wrong, when there's that big fight feel and then on Raw or wherever they clash and the, the roster have to come and separate them, it's cool, but it's kind of been overdone. Yeah, don't do that again. Yeah, that is, It seems to be the yeah. thing when it's big guy versus big guy. They have to have loads of people pulling them apart. I don't... I think it should be a cheap shot from Lashley to Lesnar and then he scurries off and then that's all you're going to get. You're going to get one hit or one spear and that's all you'll get. But that that works. I mean, it works with Orton and Lesnar. I think Orton hit one RKO and yeah. Lesnar one F5. More than enough. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's no contact altogether to the point of like... Uh, you've been building this up for weeks and weeks and weeks and they're not actually going to physically... Uh, get into contact with each other till the night of the fight. And that anticipation there of like, I've been waiting for these guys just to do something to each other. And here we are. If they can execute it correctly, it will work. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I totally so, agree. I think lastly is a, a, a nice safe bet. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I put... Um, the podcast people can't see, but I put the phone down because that's how I've got a kind of looking up for my grave kind of picture. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's looking no, down. No, oh, God. Right. Back in the case. My last one. Yeah, so the last question of the podcast from you to me. Okay. Um, I've already asked you back in the past, like, if you could change one thing about WWE, what would it be? And you just said Vince. <laughs> <laughs> it's most yeah. people's answers these days. Yeah, it's fair enough. But if Vince, in this fantasy world, if Vince left and you were the guy to take over the company, right? What's the one thing? The, well, what's the first thing you change, and what's the one thing you keep the same? Oh, keeping the same. I mean, oh god, that's hard. Um, mm. one thing I would change is I would make sure that Triple H is more in charge overall, right. because he's so good with NXT. I, I'm, I, I think it's definitely the way it should go. If I was in charge, I'd say that right, I'm going to have you running Raw and SmackDown and all that kind of stuff. Um, the, another thing I would change as well get rid of the writers right, and okay. I, I, not, necessarily, not necessarily all of them 
but the majority of them, we don't need that many writers. The people, the, the characters, you know, the, the performers know their characters. They know what's right for them and what's wrong for them. You need to let them stretch their muscles, their, their intellectual muscles and what they can write and what they can bring to the table. If it doesn't work, bring some writers in. But I think that needs to be freshened up where people have more creative control over their characters. So those are the yeah. th things I would change. Um, keeping the same, um, that's really difficult to answer. Like, what would what would you keep the same? Because there's so much shit failing all the time in this promotion. It's hard. Um, I mean, oh. would you keep the pay per view schedule the same, or would you still say no? Even that, I change. I I have less pay per views because we don't need that many pay per views. <laughs> we really don't. Um, Keep the same. Oh, God. Again, I was thinking about, like, time. Like, three hours yeah. of war. But no, I was like, no, I'd get that down to two hours as well. It's... Or would you keep SmackDown the same, then? Yeah, I mean, I'd keep SmackDown the same. SmackDown seems to be fine. Like, it's two hours long. It's more than enough. Um, I would keep the production the same. That's, right, that's yeah. my main okay. thing. Like, the, the, the way that things are all set up... You know, whenever they use fireworks and pyro and smoke and all sort of that kind of production stuff, things like their promo packages, all that kind of stuff, that's all great. That all works yeah. fine. It always has done. It's gone better and better as the years have gone on because you've got more money to put into it. That all works perfectly. It's just matches and storylines that fall apart. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, the thing I will keep the same is production. That all works perfectly fine. Their promo packages are just they're second to none with most things. That's what I keep yeah. saying. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think one of the WWE's strongest points has always been those video packages for whether it be for a rivalry or an upcoming show yep. or even in the Hall of Fame. Always knock it out the park. 100%. I don't know who picks the songs for them, but they always nail it. Yeah, that, the, guy, <laughs> the guy that makes all the, the intro songs for people, I keep him as well because he seems to have a real good knack of just having a rough idea of what the character is and then... <laughs> coughing up a song and it works 99% of the time it works I think the last two years I've had a new guy but the original guy uh, his name is Jim Johnson he did like Austin's theme music and the rock and all that Lesnar's he's left and I was really gutted when he left because like dude you were like the so soundtrack to my childhood like he came, he came up with Ambrose and Rollins as well when they split yeah. from the shield I was like they're both awesome tracks I think he came up with KOs as well didn't he uh, possibly he uh, allegedly his uh, tactic was I don't want to uh, see the guy or, or whatever just tell me the kind of character he yeah. is and I'll go from there and that's how that uh, shows how great he is like he doesn't need yeah. to know what kind of music they're into what kind of a character like you know what kind of person they are he just needs a few bullet points and he's able to come with that kind of stuff it's incredible yeah, it's, why would you get rid of someone like that He's the John Williams of wrestling. 100%. That is yeah, a good way yeah. to put it. 100%. Um, right. If I was going to keep anything the same, again, uh, we'll go with two each. I was going to go with one, but whatever. Um, NXT, keep the same. And yeah, I mean, I thought of that, but I thought, well, that's just a given, isn't it? We don't... Why would you need to change that? Exactly. So keep it the same. Um, and even though I wouldn't, mind it uh, go, going back to another podcast question we had uh, even though I wouldn't mind it going to two nights just keep Wrestlemania the same because yeah, Wrestlemania's yeah. always just been it hasn't always knocked out the park but it's always it's, 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 it's felt always big it's always felt big yeah yeah it's, it's, 
And even though it hasn't knocked out the park to some sort of degree, it's always managed to 99% of the time deliver. Yeah. So Mania is good. To change, um, yeah, the, definitely the length of Raw. Uh, again, I know that comes down to contracts with TV stations and stuff, but yeah. when you can, change it. Uh, and maybe not change it from PG to TV 14, but maybe the PG 13 rating, so, somewhere in between. So where, you can have a bit more edginess. Yeah, so it's still, to a degree, family-friendly, but for those characters that are struggling, you still give them a little bit more elbow room yeah. to, to open up. Uh, I, I mean, I suppose it could be a different question uh, altogether of can you expand on the violence as, as far as blood and uh, extremeness and all that kind of stuff. But it, it just gives a, everybody a little bit more freedom. When, yeah, when the rating goes yeah, it's a bit more wiggle room there. Yeah, it's a few uh, more swear words you can chuck in and that kind of stuff. And it's not that's not all what it's about. It's just it kind of helps add a bit more flavour to a match if you can call someone a bastard. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, don't go mad on it. Because no, don't I, don't say I, son of a bitch five times in a promo. No, but you know, sometimes let it go. The, the way they did it at Mania was great because. Uh, I think they did it a couple of times, but the first time was the Shayna Becky yeah. video package. No, we're as fine. soon as that ended with it, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. I was like, oh, right, yeah. okay. I'm more invested in this now. In a way, because they don't usually swear, it's one of them, right, right, this is a fight. This is a, 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 they're really going balls to the walls with this. And because, yeah, if Shayna just went, yeah, I'm going to kick the shit out of you, you'd be like, whoa, fucking hell. If they did that for every other match on the card, you'd just be like, well, you've, you've overdone it now. Again, yeah, you overexpose it. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's about execution and timing and where it needs to be. So, yeah, I think I'll go with the rating and the length Fair of enough. shows. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, is it? So yes. It's another another one done and dusted. Um, we've got bat, yeah, Backlash on Sunday, so I imagine, what, Monday we'll do them? I, I think uh, yeah, I've I've took the day off because because of this little bubble thing, um I managed to create a a bubble between my household and my mum's. So my brother's able to come round Sunday night to watch Backlash, so all is good. Cool. So, um but yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, so I imagine what we'll probably review it on on Monday. I'm hoping to have it up on the Tuesday. It, I might be able to get it up on Monday night, but you know, just keep a lookout for it either way, because it, it will be yeah. there. And then we'll, we'll probably, probably have another one of these as well later in the week. Yes, isn't it a joyous occasion? Yeah, well, it's the only time I see you. <laughs> it's literally yeah, just... We, get, we don't just do the podcast and hang up. We do catch up before. Yeah, we do catch up before and after. Yeah, it's not like, a, oh, the podcast server, fuck you, see you next week. Yeah, we're not just colleagues. No, <laughs> but yeah, this is kind of like our catch-up as well as being able to talk about wrestling for a while because this is what we normally do when we're in the pub is catching up on wrestling to the to the yeah. hatred of other people that don't give a shit about wrestling. I, I would say our other half, but just your other half. Well, I'm, my missus doesn't mind so much, but, but her best friend hates it. As <laughs> soon yeah. as she hears she, WWE, she, she, she just she goes, oh, for God's sake. It's just like, yeah, but I've got to get out of the way. We haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but then if we went, all right, we went, and we go, let's talk about Star Wars, it's the same. Yeah, reaction. it's just like, I can't I win. Just like, what do you want me to talk about? Marilyn Manson all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, yes. 
So yeah, yeah like, subscribe. Yeah, we ranted a little bit. Sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, like, subscribe. We'll be back soon for Backlash. Yes. Bye. Bye.